Hey guys, how you doing? This is Keith Roberson, and you are listening to I Pray This Helps. I'm with Sharice Richardson. Um, we are on a podcast together called Soul Vibes. That's S-O-L-E-V-I-B-E-Z. She is the mastermind of our podcast, Soul Vibes. Um, recently, um, very recently, a pod, a podcast, a very recently, uh, Instagram post was brought to our attention about an ex Satanist who had some encounters with, um, spirits and, and ultimately had an encounter with God. And it just sparked a lot of, um, I wouldn't even say questions. I think it sparked a lot of, um, realization for her and just she said to use her words enlightenment um and so um just want to we we decided to pick each other's brains about stuff she called me we talked on the phone for mad long about everything because you know me i just be so excited (laughs) i'm like oh i just want to tell everybody everything that i know you know (laughs) that's really what this podcast i just want to share everything that i know um so, uh, Sharice, take it away. I've known Sharice. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I've known Sharice since we were 12 years old. 11 mm-hmm. or 12? I would say 12. Seventh yeah, grade. Yeah, um, That computer class. Mm-hmm. Um, we felt, we, we became friends because we both had a love for Allen Iverson. Mm-hmm. And um, it sparked from there. We've also, we also found out that our birthday is only a day away from one another. So there is a friendship there. There is a brother and sisterhood there. So if I talk very familiar with her, it is because I am, in fact, familiar. <laughs> oh, thanks for having me. Ain't going to be none of that mic moving on my <laughs> body. <laughs> so annoying. Oh, my gosh. Um, <clears throat> thanks for having me. First and foremost, I do listen to this podcast, mm. but let me just first start off by saying when I listen, sometimes I, I'm not aware of what, um, Keith is speaking about, nor am I, um, proper, in my opinion, um, properly educated on some subjects. So, um, as of recently, I've been in, you know, I'm, I'm a person, I live in my head. I'm always in my head. I'm always, um, thinking about things and I'm always a person that you have to, basically convince me like for me to honestly take in something and run with it i never just go off of what people say i got to do my own research or i have to be like uh properly um um, I don't want to say convinced but properly educated on a subject for me to basically uh vouch for it okay Mm -hmm. um with that being said when I saw, I, I follow Keith. Keith is one of the people on social media that, one, I look forward to see what he posts because he doesn't just post anything. I got to be more careful then. <laughs> no, keep it how it I'm is. I'm learning. I, 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 I like careful. it like this. Keep oh, it how it is. All right. <laughs> all right. Um, I enjoy what he posts. And then when he speaks on the topic of religion, um, it's always an eye opener for me because, mm. for one, Keith is my friend. And um, though I have many friends and I, I, I take what I can from a lot of my friends, but in, in regards to religion, my, a lot of my friends don't speak on that. Mm. Like everyone's personal with their stuff yeah. and it's fine. But Keith has always been that friend since day one that lets you know all about God, what, how his relationship with God and yeah. he shares his knowledge. And for a long time, I used to be like, 
man, this kid is infatuated with church and all of that. Then as I grew older, I started to understand, but I still wasn't convinced really. Mm. Like, okay, I I, I get what you mean. I I hear what you're saying, Mm. but it was always a but for me. And then this uh, post that he posted. Mind you, I've been watching everything he's been saying all week. And I, I even tuned into the podcast. And I'm saying it's so many things that he's touching on that he's reposting and stuff. And it's all in cohesive with one another. Mm. And I'm sitting here look, taking this in like, whoa, like, wow. yep, you got a point there. Like, I'm like, oh, okay. Mind you, as I said before, I am one that you have to convince. Mm. I don't take anything just because you told me. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he posted this video. Mm. No, you didn't post a video. You, you posted... Um, Top notch, uh, Teresa. She, I, fo- and I follow her too. You That's why, her. and it's crazy. I didn't see it when she posted it, mm. but I, you know, I go to you. I'm like, oh, Keith's posted something. Let me see. All right, wow. then you post that, and I, I'm listening to the video, and she's talking about um, an ex uh, saint worshiper that had all this power, and he was called to duty to kill a Christian woman. Mm-hmm. for uh, basically uh, having an, an affair with a married man. Mm-hmm. And when he went to go do it, he couldn't. And I'm sitting here like, okay, this, I'm like, okay. like Then he must have not been all that he was cake, cake cooked up to be. Mm-hmm. So she gets more into detail about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting here like, Oh, that's that that's deep. I'm like, okay. Now I know there's a spiritual realm of things mm-hmm. and then there's the reality of things. I, I get that. I t- I'm talking to Keith via DM and I tell him, Wow, that's crazy. And of course I think Keith knows who I am. Yeah. He sends me the video of the man telling the actual you, story. Yeah, you are a researcher. I'm I'm I've realized. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sitting here and I'm like Oh, great. A video. Let me watch this. Yeah. Now, mind y'all. I'm, I hadn't seen it. Right. I'm driving. <laughs> so I'm like, but Keith sent it. I'm like, I'm sure I can listen. So I start off like just letting it play in the car. Um, so I'm listening mm-hmm. and I'm driving. Mind y'all, I'm racing to the DMV from a game because I'm like, I have to get my car registered before I get another ticket. I'm like, I'm uh, like, let me hurry up and get over here. Mm-hmm. Listening. Listen to the guy, and I'm like, okay, all right. He's giving all the credentials for how deep into the Satan worship he was, and how he was kind of he was born into it, and all that he endured. Basically, like it was a time when he um he thought that he did like he uh he I think he went to a church or something like that, and he the pastor skipped right over him he he was looking forward to the guy placing hands on him and blessing him in 09 and he was skipped right over and then that just made him completely like turn his back to basically god and everything that came with it mm-hmm. and then from there he he gained all this power i mean he was able to kill people with no problem he could play communities neighborhoods it didn't matter he basically could do anything under um satan's worship so the more and more I'm like, hold up, let me see this guy. Cause for the, for a minute I was just listening. And so I'm like putting the phone up cause I was in disbelief with everything that he was saying. Yeah. And then he starts to get into the story about how a woman came to him saying, um, can you, I want you to kill the woman that is having an affair with my husband. Mm-hmm. 
And then he said, oh, I'll do it for free because she's a Christian. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm, I'm going to show you that like, this Christian stuff is uh, it's not what it's caked up to be. So yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. And then he goes on to say, Satan himself told him, mm-hmm. I can't. Yeah. Now, this is coming from a man that he says that he's sat down and talked to Satan. John Ramirez we're talking about. Right. I don't know if you said the name. No, I didn't. John Ramirez. He he said that Satan has come to him mm-hmm. and spoke to him. Yeah. And I'm sitting here like, hold up. He used to manifest himself, manifest in, himself. in human form. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, he came to him and told him, we have to abort the mission. Mm-hmm. We can't do it. Her God that she serves told me I'm not allowed. So I said, whoa, hold up. Like, by this point, I'm risking my life driving because I'm like, we're wanting that back. Like, wait, wait, what did you just say? Like, so he goes into it and he's all upset. He's all getting round up. And he was like, no, 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 we got to keep going. And say, it's like, nah, nah, we really can't. Yeah. Like. We have to abort. We have to abort. <laughs> like, dead <laughs> this. Let it go. Abort. Like, yeah. we we can't do this. Like, like it's means, a no. That means, like, eject now whatever plans we <laughs> have. Take cease. the movie out. Yeah. <laughs> like, we can't do this. <laughs> like, it's, it's a done deal. Mm-hmm. So, immediately, now he got my undivided. Like, before I was driving yeah, and yeah. listening. Now, yeah. I'm like, now you got my undivided attention. Mm-hmm. And then, he, this is a man that was really wholeheartedly devoted to satan like high priest of satanism very high had had um rankings amongst principalities if you don't know what a principality is it's a demon that is um that has dominion over a certain region in yeah so over certain parts of the earth and things of that nature so yeah needless to say I'm I'm you got to understand I'm taking all of this in in this moment. Yeah. And I'm I'm just like holy crap. Now he's telling how he could do these plagues like if if I wanted you dead I could give you a sickness. He's I I was going to hospitals. I see units and He just, said leprosy. And lepr- I said leprosy. Right. That's a biblical disease. Like that ain't you ain't seen leprosy in mad long. Listen. Well, I'm, you ain't never seen leprosy. Per, I've never person. seen it. No. You know what I mean? People and have I'm, not seen I'm leprosy. like he's going to ICU units and like wish, in, 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 giving death like like yeah. like it's a piece of candy like mm-hmm. So I'm I'm listening to him, and then he speaks of his moment of when he came. Oh, God comes to him and says, hey, "Listen, what you what you gonna do?" Yeah. And I'm sitting here like, yeah. "Whoa!" Yeah. Like I'm like, "This is real." It's like like God came to him and told him, well, "What? This is someone who had power, mm. money, anything he wanted." Yeah. And. God came to him and said, so, so what's it going to be? Like, you going to stay here and keep continue to do this? Or you're going to go ahead and uh, come along with me and we're going to start this new life? Like, you let me know, like, basically. And um, when he starts to speak of his uh, building with Christ and things of that nature, it all started come, to come back to what Keith was talking about on previous mm-hmm. episodes about it's not about you being a good person. It's yeah. not about you going doing good deeds. It's yeah. not about you um, 
knowing everything there is to know about your religion. Mm -hmm. It is 110% mm -hmm. about your own relationship mm -hmm. with God. Mm -hmm. It doesn't necessarily matter uh, how you see fit to serve him. <laughs> you know, it's about your own personal mm -hmm. relationship. Mm -hmm. um, and that kind of put the seal on the deal for me because I said to myself, oh, like it was like, oh, so immediately I called Keith and then we have these, we have this very long conversation and I, I don't know what it was, but I just started to feel much better. Like I felt better. It was weird. It, it just, mind you, I was in a bad mood <laughs> like prior to this because my girls lost <laughs> in a game and, um, you're a coach. I'm a coach. I coach basketball. Yeah. Sorry. Um, my girls lost, and I, I was in a bad, not in a bad mood, like, don't talk to me, stay away from me. It was just a bad mood of I don't like to lose. And um, none of that mattered to me, like, after our conversation. Mm. And it was just like a light bulb went off. And, of course, I had a bunch of questions, I'm, and I'm not sure who listens to um, Keith's podcast, but I'm sure if you're anything like me, you these questions have um come across your mind as well and like i said i'm i'm not easily convinced and yes i did grow up in church because i know a lot of people's going to listen to this and say well did you grow up in church and i'm like yes <laughs> i did like i i grew up in a baptist church and i must say i think that's what made me really start to deter from church is the things that i saw and witnessed and um, just wasn't cool. I seen a lot of things in church that I'm just like, how's this church and this is going on? And from adultery to, um, you know, stealing money and just bad talking about people. It was, it was just like, and I know you're thinking to yourself like, well, that was just a bad church. It's, it's not even about that. When you're young, you're, you're very impressionable. And, um, I, I just, from there on was just like, uh, um, I know I'm not about what's going on in here. I don't feel comfortable when I have to go to church. And that was always like my mindset and thing. And then other things just became president for me, like basketball and school and things like that. Basketball became like everything. I like, it just consumed so much time. So like, it, and I have siblings as well that also play. So mm -hmm. that became like church got put on the back burner and then all that stuff started to come out about the church. So, we just, you know, it was easy for us to, you know, go our separate ways from the church, needless to say. Mm. So that just left me and, of course, my family to just basically yeah. be in the, like, uh, in the space of... The fray. You, right. Uh, the space of, well, there's a higher power, but what we say we're uh, Baptist, no. What we say we're Catholic, no. Jehovah mm. Witness, no. Like, you know, it's just, it's a higher power type of thing. Like, you know, yeah. and um, like I said, I always knew it was a spiritual realm and then the reality of, of everything. But when I had my conversation with Keith, I was very much so enlightened. And um, I don't know, I, 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 I like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just one of the people I like to know. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I, and I, and I need, I need information to back it up. And that's my thing, because a lot of people, there's there's dip, everybody's different in this world of course mm -hmm. but to like put people in a category if you will subcategories even there's some people that that are like well i don't need to i don't need any facts 
You know what I mean? I don't need any facts and I don't need any testimonies. I personally believe. Great. Then there's people that are like, I need, I, I believe, I'm going, I want to believe, but I want to believe knowing that I should believe with these, with these facts to help support these things. Mm-hmm. I'm that guy. Then there's people that are like, I just want facts and then I'll believe, mm-hmm. which is like really hard because it's really hard because I would say no amount of facts will ever sensationalize or sorry satiate whatever it is that you're really looking for Mm -hmm. because you're not really looking to believe you're looking for facts and here's all the facts and you're just like well i need one more thing and then i'll be convinced (laughs) you're like well then i need another thing and then i'll be convinced Uh like no 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 you you got that's why i was always like yo believe you know what i mean right um then there's some people like i don't care what you tell me i'm just not gonna believe nothing right or i don't want it you know, I'm like, all right, and, and I think all are all are fine, mm-hmm. personally. You know, um, but I, it's because it's not us. Like I was telling you um, yesterday, it's not us who draws; it's the Holy Spirit right. that draws. Right. It's the Holy Spirit that presses upon us to even understand the spiritual things. We we are, as I told you yesterday, we are we aren't earthly beings. We're we're spiritual beings having an earthly experience, mm-hmm. you know? And so it was like, all right, well, cool. Here's some spiritual stuff. Here you go. You want to know this? It's going to take me to do it, you know? So, but what do you want to know today? Like, what are like two or three things that you like feel like, like I, I, I wanted to ask him this, but I had to run and go to this basketball game. Right. Um, where we left off at, we were, um, and this at, was not planned, by the way. Right. Came here, she said she had questions. And I said, "Oh," and she said, "This would be better suited for your podcast." And I said, "Well, you got the mics here. Let's just do my podcast." Right. So. <laughs> um, when we left off, I asked you, like, like because I always struggled with, okay, if there is a God, uh, why does um, tragedies and like yeah. why is there pro- um poverty why is there mm. so much wrongdoing in the world if like is he is he just letting this commence like is like as, as if it's if it as if it's nothing wrong with it or like or is or is he not real type of thing like mm. you know and um when the way keith brought it broke it down to me is he started from the beginning, Adam and Eve, mm-hmm. and then went on to say that, um, with that being said, the domain of everything. The dominion? Yeah, I'm sorry. You good. <coughs> sorry, coming back from a cold. I'm sorry. And um, once I gained an understanding of that, I said, uh-huh. That that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I just I, again, I do not read the Bible. Mm-hmm. Like I don't. I used to think it sounded very fairy tellish. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just I said it's too many versions of it out. Like, how do I know I'm reading the right one? Oh, like, this is new. You never said this to me. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I didn't say that yesterday. Not. I mean, maybe the phone broke up at that. Oh, point. okay. Um, I would have hopped right on that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, for the most part, if we're talking about actual Christian Bibles, there's not too many Bibles that I tell people to stay away from. Mm-hmm. Um, there's only one that you'll hear me say like 
a lot of times, like, stay away from any Bible. Number one, the Book of Mormon. That, but that's not a Bible. It's the Book of Mormon. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a whole different thing, entirely. Mm-hmm. Um, the New World Translation is the book that I tell people to steer clear from. It's mm-hmm. a, um, it's the Jehovah's Witnesses version of the Bible, mm-hmm. um, which they took a lot of stuff out. They took words out, very important words, mm-hmm. and they've added words to a very important text. And so I tell people to stay clear of that. But so I had to say that to say this, um, the different versions of the Bible, it doesn't matter so much. It's for the most part, it's about how you would like it read. So there's a book called the New Living Translation. When I was about 16 years old, I was reading that book because it was put very simply. Mm-hmm. There's the King James Version, which I love to read because it's it's, it's spoken in like old English, if you will. Mm-hmm. Then there's the New American Standard Bible, which I read now, which is it's taking the eloquency of the King James and the the um, the commonalities or like, you know, the common language, the common jargon of uh, the NIV, if you will, mm-hmm. the new the new international version mm-hmm. like where it's like just regular language here's how this is what they were saying is uh, is that's the only thing this okay. is what they were saying this is what they was getting at mm-hmm. this is and then there's some bibles that take the literal translation of a word mm-hmm. let me back up so the bible is translated the bible as we know it as americans and as english-speaking people Originally, it was translated, the New Testament was translated from the Greek. So from Greek, you get, they've translated the Bible from the Greek. But the thing about the Greek language is the words that they have for one word means many different things. Like say love. Our word for love is love. Mm -hmm. They have, they had four different types of love. So in their bi- like so in the Greek Bible, you might see and such and such had phileo for such and such. We would read love, right? But phileo is brotherly love. Mm-hmm. So you would read and David had brotherly love for Jonathan. But in our in, in the book that we read, we just say such and such had love for him. So you're not like you're not getting the full crux of it, which is all good, which is in some version, you're not getting the crux of it or like getting to the deep rooted nature of it, which is why there's commentaries and things of that nature and study right. Bibles and things like that. But then so then you have other versions of the Bible that say, OK, here's what the Greek was saying. So you have a better understanding of it. It's like it's still the same thing. He had love for him. Right. like, But here's a deeper meaning. He had brotherly love, which is a different type or such and such had agape such and such express agape like what is agape agape is the love of god but we would just read it as love you know what i mean so on and so forth so that's mm-hmm. that's the only difference how you want it read to you okay how how you want it read but it's all the or same. how you want to read it yes but it is all the same yes the message is all is the same mm-hmm. and so people would try to say or people have said and people continue to say y'all got different versions of the Bible, y'all don't know which one is the one. I'm like, no, they're all telling the same story. At mm-hmm. the end of the day, it's 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 a part. It's just it's just preference. 
and what you want to read. There's some people that have said, the King James is too lofty for me. I don't want to read all the thy, thou's, and these. Mm -hmm. and the. I'm like, okay, so take an NIV, mm. New International Version, just a regular version. Here you go. Just same thing, saying the same thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. And um, elaborating on um, the like the the wrongs in the world, right? Um, I wanted to uh, also like pick your brain about. Um, and I hope I don't sound like like. Well, what do you what do you know? Like you know? no, <laughs> we know you don't know nothing. You said it. Yeah, we good. It's clean slate. It's all good. <laughs> I wanted to um, dig deeper about um, like Satan and um, and you know God's relationship. I I understand mm. that He cast him um, out of uh, heaven, heaven yeah. and mm -hmm. the whole. But my whole thing is like you know the old saying: if I bring you into this world, I could take you out. Yeah. Why hasn't he? Ah, that's so good. Such a good question. Mm. I wrestled with it as well. Um, Essentially, it is so. Essentially, what you're asking, I'm gonna try to like bottle this up mm -hmm. and not simplify it, but bottle it up to help mm -hmm. better explain it. Because God represents what we would say God represents good, mm -hmm. and Satan represents evil. Mm -hmm. So, if God is so good, why is there still evil? Mm -hmm. Why haven't you just stopped evil from existing? Mm -hmm. Right? Um, the thing is, this, um, well, there's two ways that I can that I can approach this. Um, we look at evil as if it's this equal entity with good. Like there's this war between good and evil, even though it's been said that. Like in short, there very well might be, but they're not on the same playing field. You have to understand that evil only exists because good exists. So because there's good, good, goodness allows evil to exist. It allows it because without, not without good, there would be no evil or anything like that, as people would say. Mm -hmm. But my goodness, if I, if I just stop you from doing anything that you want to do and stop anything from happening, that's not good. That's evil. Mm-hmm. That's evil in and of itself. It's like I was telling you yesterday um, about uh, about why, like when you asked why did why was why did God even put the tree there to begin with? It's still the same question you're mm -hmm. essentially asking: is why, like, why is God allowing there to be evil in the world? Why did He place this here if He knew that they were going to do this? It's you have. If I say that I love you. I don't have anything to prove it with if I don't give you a choice to to not love me. You know what I'm saying? If I'm like, yo, here's all this stuff that you can have in the garden. Here's all of this stuff that you can have. You can have this, you can have that, you can have this, you can have that. Just don't do this. <laughs> You're like, all right, well, cool. I'm going to do that, I'm going to do that. But you still have that option of, dang, if I if I want to walk out on this relationship, then what I'll do is I'll do that. But at least I have an option. If I left you with no options and just said, yo, have all of this, have all of that. I supply all your needs. Da, 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 da. There's no other options. That's bondage. Mm -hmm. 
That's entrapment. Mm-hmm. That's I keep going back to this R. Kelly thing. R. Kelly was providing these women with clothes, uh, all types of stuff, and this is a poor example because it's R. Kelly, mm-hmm. and I'm talking about God. Um, but <laughs> but R. Kelly is we don't call what he was doing love. He never gave them any options. Oh, they was like, "Fam, you are holding these women captive." He like, "No, I'm not. No, I'm not. They could go anywhere they want." And they were like, "No, no, we we actually can't go." Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they was like, "Fam, that's wrong, R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. You, they don't have a choice." Mm-hmm. You're like, "But I feed them. I clothe them. I do this. I do that." Fam, they don't have an option of whether they want to come or go. That's bondage. Mm-hmm. So going back to going back to the original question of good and evil, why? And, and so I could get to your original question. Going back to good and evil is like good. Good allows evil to exist because not that there's a choice to do bad, but because people choose to do bad. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like because there's goodness. Because there's goodness, it's like, I'm good. I am good. Like, I'm not holding you captive here. It's like, you do have a choice to do what is out of my will. But you have to understand what is out of my will is not good for you. What is out of my will is evil. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's not this thing of like, well, good and evil existed in the beginning. Like, no, good existed in the beginning. And people chose to do whatever they wanted to do. Um, so even, so even before that, so what you would have to understand in the gospel and not the gospel, but in Genesis is, so we already see Satan in the earth doing stuff, right? So you have to understand that him falling from heaven happened even before Adam and Eve came. Mm. Again, I was telling you, I'm gonna let y'all in on our conversations a little bit because there's certain things that I've said that she already understands because I've told her, but the like you have to understand that Satan like God doesn't work on our time mm-hmm. you know what I mean so like people are confused well I thought Satan got kicked out of heaven how is he how is he um a serpent now and this that and there like well you have to understand that this took place before that time and God is infinite in that God and angels they are celestial beings they don't exist on our time frame of Monday through Saturday or whatever it is. It's eternal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, God refers to himself in the Bible as I am. That means, what do you mean I am? It's like I am is is past. It's He, he said He said before Abraham was, I am. Like, well, you would say, well, no, that's bad English mm-hmm. for you to say that. You would say before Abraham was, I was. Mm-hmm. No, it's like, no, because I'm I'm omnipresent. I'm in the past, I'm in the present, and I'm in the future. So before he was, I am. I don't work on y'all timeline. Mm-hmm. I'm eternal. So um so Satan falling from from heaven, like why doesn't God why doesn't God kill him? And why didn't God just do away with him? The same thing that I was saying about good and good and evil. It's it's like you have to understand that he also is a son of God, as I was telling you before, not in the sense that not in the sense that you and I may be sons of God, sons and daughters of God. 
angels have it a little bit different because they are perfect beings, right? So their punishment is much worse. Do you understand that hell was not made for people? Hell was never a place, was never intended for people to go there. People don't understand that. Like, so it's like, hell, guess who hell is for? Hell is for all the angels that fell from heaven. A third of the angels went, have God cast out of heaven with the enemy. Mm -hmm. Hell is for them. It was to hold them. It is to hold them. And I think that speaks to the goodness of God. It's like, well, like, because I thought about this. I'm like, God, why? Well, why didn't you create a place for us to go? It's like, because y'all was never even supposed to go there. I don't want y'all there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to create a place. I take no joy in this. I take no joy in people willingly going to hell and wanting to not be with me. That's essentially what it is. It's not, well, God didn't want it to accept me. It's like, no, you didn't accept him. You chose this. So, because the Bible talks about it, it's like he wishes that no man perish. The Bible says that um, he wishes for all men to be saved. The Bible says in John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So, like, yo, I did every, I'm, I did, well, yeah, he did everything that he had to do for it not to happen. Now, all you got to do is accept him. And it's like, well, if you don't want him, then, okay, you don't want to be with me. I was telling it, and I'm I'm not I'm not finished making my point about the devil thing, but um, but I need to clear up this hell thing before people get trapped on this. And be like, see, but <laughs> but the thing is, I was talking to someone yesterday, oh, a few days ago about the whole heaven and hell thing. It's like again, God takes no joy in people going to hell. He mm -hmm. said, "I wish that no man perish," but people that you can literally see people do not want God you give people all this evidence you give people the message you give people the gospel you tell people about God and you can just see I really don't want him I don't care how much you tell me about him mm -hmm. I don't want him it's like well then do you still do you want to go to heaven then you know what I mean do you really want to go to heaven if that's where he is? And we'll be in heaven worshiping him all day and all night, laying our crowns before him and all of that type of stuff, saying Hosanna, Hosanna to him all day and all night, and him showing us his glory over and over and over again. And this is not, you didn't want him to begin with. Heaven would be hell to you. Mm -hmm. I don't want this. What am I doing here? <laughs> <laughs> but like that's not good well i'm gonna send you here anyway even if you don't want to be with me i'm gonna have you with me anyway you don't i've i've said it, it is the relation you are right it is your relationship with him how do you get that relationship you get that relationship with god through his son jesus yes it is about our relationship but it's through his son jesus how you get it that's why he says i am the way i'm the way to what to god I'm the truth. The truth about what? The truth about God. I'm the light. The light about what? God. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm the way to him. So, like, well, all you got to do is accept his son. I don't want, I don't want to. Okay. So, so why is there Satan? Why does he still exist? 
again, we don't work on the same time as God works on. God is eternal. You have to understand that the enemy is already defeated. He's already a defeated foe. What he did, what Jesus did on the cross, that was the finality of it all. It's already been won. The victory's already been won. Again, we don't work on the same time as we are. We are um, terrestrial. We are terrestrial beings. They are celestial beings. So, what's happening? What's happening up in the heavenly realm is only a man. Like this is only the manifestation of what's already happened in the heavenly realm. So, so the enemy, like you have to understand that when it's all said and done. The enemy will be in hell. The enemy and all of the people that followed him, all of the angels, they will be in hell and he will be punished and he will be tormented. So it's not like God is like, like, so like what's like, man, it's taking mighty long for God to do something. God is like, it's done already. I am. I am. I'm not, I don't work on your time. It's all, it's, it's a rap. He knows he's a rap. And um, I saw even John, um, the John Rivera guy. I'm pretty sure I'm Ramirez. Mm-hmm. Um, he was even saying that I may not be in the same video that we were talking about, but he was saying like the enemy knows that his time is short. That's why he's trying to take as many people with him as he possibly can. Mm-hmm. He knows that his time is short. It's a rap film, but it's important to understand. We forget and may might not even know. That God had not created hell for itself. For the God had not created hell for people. He created it for all the angels that had disobeyed them. There's no redemption for them. There's redemption for us through his son Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. But the Bible does say hell will have to enlarge in itself. Because of all the people that just don't want them. That was a lot to take in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm sorry, because I'm, I'm taking it all in. So, um, getting back to um, what I was saying about in regards to, like, taking about you, you're saying that it's already done, and even Satan knows that it's already he, done. He is, he's right. So, right, so in correlation to everything that we see, like, when people say things on the lines of um, the day is coming, is that is that what they're speaking on? Like you know, when um, you know, how everyone believes like um, like the Stone Age, like when dinosaurs were roaming, and they yeah. believe that it was like a meteorite that took them out. Yeah. So is that is that what they're oh, speaking? like a Armageddon? Yeah, like, like an apocalypse of mm-hmm. sorts. Um, yeah, you some would view Judgment Day as an as some sort of apocalypse. Yeah, I would, I would too. I don't know what it's going to look like. But for everyone else, it, no, no, <laughs> and that, that's the thing. Mm. I think, I think with being a with being a believer, it's you don't have to have like there's certain things that we do have to know. What is the thing? But what is the one thing you have to know? Jesus died on the cross for my sins, mm. and I believe that He did that. And He died on the cross for my sins, and I believe it. Like that's the one thing you have to know. Everything else is like I'm not gonna say it's extracurricular. It's you should know as you continue to grow in relationship with God. Right. But nothing else is nothing else is mandatory for you to be considered a son or daughter of God. 
You know what I mean? So it's okay not to know something. You know, in other religions, you like it's like, well, let me not say other religions, but in, well, in religion, there is certain stuff that you got to know. You you got to know your actual facts. You got to know this. You got to know that. You got to know the Torah. You got to do this. You got to do that. Like um, the Apostle Paul said, I desire to know nothing but Christ and him crucified. That's what he said. That's all I wanted. And Paul knew mad stuff. Paul was a Jew among Jews. Paul was a Christian among Christians as well, if we're doing that. Mm-hmm. But he was like, I don't, like, he was like, count everything else I know as the lost. The only thing I desire to know is Christ and him crucified. Why? Because that's the salvation part. That's what got me my salvation. It's him dying for me. Mm-hmm. Um, But... Yeah, but back to the whole apocalypse thing. Um, there's a couple of theories about that. The, um, we in the series of John, John the Apostle, saying that more than likely he wrote the Gospel of John. Um, he also wrote Revelation. So what you're talking about is in the Book of Revelation when it talks about how God will then come to judge the living and the dead and all of that. And so there's some discrepancy about whether will be pre-trib or post-trib like is he going to come back for believers before the tribulation happens is he going to come back before believers after the tribulation happens is he going to come during the tribulation is he going to come like you know or or some people say oh we're already in the tribulation i don't believe that because it's going to get much worse than this um much worse but yeah essentially yeah that's what they're talking about Okay. And um I'm not sure if this falls under the um Scientology stuff. I don't know too much about it. It's fine. And um I just had this question. So in regards to God and science, right? Most like they said God created all things. But then some people would say, No, this earth is a living being in itself. So and it mm. and that's what created mm. Like everything to be what it is today. Oh, okay. So how what, does that? What do you mean, like the Big Bang situation? Now that I'd be like, okay, but <laughs> like you know, because I'm like, right, like, but it's yeah. at, at the same time, I do believe that this Earth itself is a live is a living thing in itself. It's the only place I where agree. oxygen, gravity, the whole nine stuff grows so, from gro- it. Right. That's my point. Yeah. So okay. what I'm getting at is how does that correlate with God and well, I didn't mean to do that, but like religion and like ultimately God. I'll say this to start. Um, I think people think that science is opposed to Christianity. That's how they play it out yeah. to be. Like and they're I, against each other. And I don't. I think I think science proves God. Um, you must know that Christians started science schools. Like those, like science was started by Christians. People don't know that. Like, but like they, people that believed in God actually started science. And it was like, so we got to figure these things out because it's a part of our theology. And this, this, um, as being a theist, we know that he did this and that he did that. So how did he do this? It's like the pursuit of knowledge is not 
is not the antithesis of being a believer in Jesus or being a Christian at all. Mm-hmm. It's not what it is. Get all the understanding that the, the Bible says in all you're getting, get understanding. Mm-hmm. That's what the Bible says. Get get all, all, all the stuff that you get. Make sure you get understanding. It's not a problem to research and to find out and dig up stuff and archaeologize archaeologize or whatever it is and pull this up. Well, I found this. I found that. I'm like, okay, so instead of saying like, so I found this fossil, there is no God. It's like, okay, that doesn't disprove him. People don't understand that the absence of the absence of evidence is not the evidence of absence. You know? Yeah. And so it's like, well, there's the Bible don't mention dinosaurs in the Bible. Okay. It don't mention platypuses either, but we believe that God created them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The Bible don't mention this. <laughs> like, like, okay. That doesn't mean like we're not opposed to this. Mm. And but I think there's so many people that are so not even narrow minded, but there are so people that there are so many people that are so heavy trying to prove something that they miss the fact that you don't have to argue everything. You can just say yes to some stuff and it'd be right. Mm-hmm. Like people are able to, there's there's um like I just feel certain vibrations in the air and this and that. You don't got to be like that's witchcraft. You be like, well, yeah, spirits and stuff. Yeah, we might say it's spirits and fine. You know what I mean? Or something even like, something even like astronomy. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, astronomy. Astronomy being like not just the study of the stars, but like you know, like you know, zodiac signs and things of that nature. People are like, well, I don't believe in that. Like, well, you, whether you believe in it, in it or not. It's happening mm-hmm. and stuff is happening because of it. So then what do you do? Like just because just because it's not said directly in the Bible, that doesn't mean that it's not real. You know what I mean? Be astrologist like astrology, astronomy and astrology. They're two different things. But believers were astrologists and you can find that in the Bible as well. They talk about like. I think they even I'm not going to say I'm not going to go as far as to say they talk about the Big Dipper in the Bible, but they talk about like, yo, the number of stars in the sky, like no one can number them, the number of sand grains in the sand, like no one can count them and all of that type of stuff. It alludes to greater things, things, avenues for you to go down and understand the depths of who God is and just how multifaceted and infinitely faceted he is um so no i don't think that science is against god i think science proves god so stuff to grow from the ground great he created it too he created this world to be self-sustaining you can find that in genesis one yeah like we just i think oftentimes people there are certain things that the Bible is quiet about. So instead of us being quiet about it also and just saying that we don't know. We see it as a flaw. We and, like, and want to point it we out. We like, nah, well, but then they know because it ain't in there. <laughs> and then and then the other side is it ain't in there. So it's wrong. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, we just didn't talk about it. It's only 66 books in here. Golly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like this. One more. One more. <laughs> um, um, now, I, okay. Now, I, I know that, um, like, you don't, like, first of all, I know Keith doesn't know all everything. Like, that, don't go Thank look you. at it like that. I, Say I, I it know louder. That. <laughs> I, I know, know I don't know everything. Right. It come I, across like that. I know it does. <laughs> but I, right. I I know I come across like mm-hmm. that. Like, I think I know everything. I don't. I, I'm just very dogmatic about the things I do know about. That, and but it's also um, a sense of, um, again, my relationship with you, mm. you know, so I can trust your word and I not feel that I'm being bamboozled ah, or just good. tricked that's into good. a following or anything like that. That's so good. Um, uh, but um, last, like another another thing that I wanted to ask you in regards to, um, of course, touching back on the subject of it's about your relationship mm-hmm. with God. Now, I went to a Catholic school. I went to yeah. a Catholic school. Yeah. So I saw stuff yeah. that didn't quite make sense to me. Yeah. But am I, am I here to say, like, because I'm like, there, your relationship is your relationship, mm. right? I'm not here to say you're right or wrong. Mm. But I, a part of me is like, like, what? Like, this is what I always struggled with. Yeah. In regards to um, going to the Catholic school, yeah, they were t- teaching, and we're young. You gotta understand yeah. this. We're yeah. young, so we're and I had to take the religion class. Yeah, so I'm I'm listening now. They speak of God just as just as you just did. Yeah. They do speak of Him of in that in that nature. Yeah, but then good. when you say things like um, it's a t- I forgot what they call it, but when they can be forgived. Uh-huh. Of all their sins, no matter what they did, no matter what it is, Absolved if, is, is as long as they confess, uh-huh. they go into the thing and they speak with the priest, uh-huh. and then you come out and you're, all is forgiven. Mm-hmm. I struggled with that. I was very young. I no more third grade. Like yeah. third, I struggled with that. I said, yeah. "Excuse me, like yeah. you mean to tell me I could do all this stuff? Yeah, come in here and confess. Yeah, and all is forgiven." No, like yeah. it, it can't work like that. Like, because yeah. it, it, to some degree, we got to hold ourselves account, uh, like accountable for what we've done uh, to sit here and put it in our minds. Because you got to understand, this is my thir- third grade year old, you know, third grade. I'm, yeah. I'm taking this in and I'm going. Church is right across the street. Like yeah. we go and we sit down and they do it. Yeah. I didn't participate in it. Cause yeah. I I didn't I didn't that's not at the time I'm I, I'm not Catholic that's that's so I okay. sat off to the side okay. but I'm witnessing this okay and I'm like so yeah you're forgiven as of right now because you went in there mm-hmm. and told everything wrong that you've done mm-hmm. and now it's like a clean slate mm-hmm. and that's the that's the like that's the message that they were basically giving me and they came to me and said would you like to go I yeah. said no. Uh, okay. 
uh-uh. Like, because I'm, I'm pretty sure that's not how that go. Uh, like, you know what I mean? Because uh, I, I mean, me personally, I don't know what y'all going in there and saying. Yeah. But to the magnitude of what y'all telling me is like, if you commit murder, got away with it, and you still out here, and you go in there and, and confess it, yeah. you're forgiven. And yeah. I'm like, but you took a life. Yeah. Like, like how that work? Like, excuse mm. me. And then I, and then I do understand that he, he does have forgiveness. He does have grace. But mm. I'm like, it has to be some some digression there because I know you just can't be out here wilding and then just go, I'm gonna go confess and uh, you know what I mean? Uh, yes. Help me with that because mm. I'm like I, I'm sure it's people out here with that mentality. Uh, I yeah. can I can do. All these things, mm -hmm. but as long as I sit here and say, mm -hmm. like, please forgive me. You ask such beautiful questions. Yes. <laughs> okay. You're touching on multiple things here. You're touching on the what I would call the issue with Catholicism. You also are touching on um, God's how how far and what are the depths of God's love for us. Right. And you're also touching on the depths on how many sins and how much sin did Jesus die for? Um, and I get it. He's at, oh, die for our sins. I get it. But you should not be out here purposely doing stuff. And that's the impression it comes off as. I understand. And you're also, you're touching on quite a few things. Um, you're also touching on the idea. I'm trying to line them up in my head so I could, tackle them each each one but um you're also touching on um on the heart behind our sin and if people are actually saved once they once they uh accept jesus so there's a few things at play in this question not to cut you off but you said once they accept jesus i'm, yeah. I'm under the the impression like back when i was going to that they were mm -hmm. that they had accepted uh-huh Jesus. So you think that so once I'm like, people once people accept Jesus that they don't sin anymore? No, no, okay, no. Good. That's not what I'm, I'm saying. I'm glad we don't have I'm, to talk I'm, about that. I'm gonna. I'm, <laughs> I'm under the impression that you live in stride to you know uh, to to live a righteous life, like you know what I'm saying. But when you when you when you're teaching it, yeah, and then you put it in like okay if you confess yeah. what you have done you'll like you'll be forgiven yeah. it's kind of like a mixed message okay like, that's all i'm saying like i okay. i just really think they like let me hear what you have to say thank you sorry <laughs> um number 1 i will say it again i am not catholic mm -hmm. i'm not catholic i think that there are a lot of things that the catholic church does that are not biblical. Um, number one being, uh, someone spoke to me the other day about, well, y'all Bible is missing Bibles, is missing books. The Catholic Church has more books than y'all. Why is that? The Catholic Church also puts the Apocrypha, what we would call the Apocrypha, a collection of books that are not regarded as scripture in their Bible. So they have, they have books in there like the book of I'm I don't know what books they got in there. It's called the Apocrypha. Mm -hmm. It's so there was a period between the last book in the Old Testament being Malachi 
in the first book you see in the New Testament, which is Matthew, there was a period of 400 years where God was not speaking. Said nothing for 400 years. So in those 400 years, these people made books about what was happening and all of that type of stuff. And a lot of people tried to equate that to scripture. And then but people would look over this stuff and say, these are nice books and these are good documents to say what was happening these past 400 years. But they don't hold a candle to actual scripture. The Catholic Church puts those books in the Bible, in their Bible. So it's like, well, why they got more books than y'all? Because they honor more books than Protestant Christians would. Um, Catholics believe in many things that Protestant believers do not believe in, such as, um, such as, such as praying to different saints. You know, praying to Saint Mary, praying to Saint Peter, praying, praying to this um, God. So, excuse me. I'm praying to this saint. I'm, I'm joking about the excuse me, <laughs> but praying to this and that figure for this and for that. We would believe that um, with not much study, but you would because it don't take much study. We and I'm sorry to any Catholic that is listening to this. It is a very sensitive topic and I want to be very um because it's so close to people's hearts, you know, mm -hmm. um, especially like when you're on a topic of religion, like you tell people one thing, they might be able to get down with another thing. It's like, all right, well, let's go a little bit deeper. And they're like, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. You hitting too close to home. <laughs> and we've been doing this for years. Mm -hmm. So you mean to tell me that my family? And I'm like, well, yeah, your family been in witchcraft for however long they've been doing this. Mm -hmm. But, um, um, I'll just leave it at this. They worship to different quote unquote saints and they pray to certain saints to get prayers answered. And we don't believe in that. We, and they pray to, they pray to different men. They pray to their priest in, which is why they are going into this confessional and confessing their sins to this priest. Mm -hmm. It was like, right, and then the priest goes, say 20 hell Marys and then you'll be absolved and you'll be good. And then you'll be he's like, your sins are forgiven. They're they're divvying out forgiveness of sins. These these men are. Or they're like, well, I got the Pope said that now as a whole church, we got to go and do this. And now they run off of what the Pope said. We That's not it's not scriptural. It's not biblical. I hold that to be true. It's not it's not biblical. It's not scriptural when when it comes to when it comes to Christ and what Christ has done, there's nothing that Christ has ever indicated that says that you have to do that and that you should do that for your sins to be forgiven or anything like that. He said, come to me, come to me, confess and believe, confess to who me believe in who me. Um, so that's one thing. So that's Catholicism right there. Um, so that's a whole different podcast. This would be a diff this would probably be called a different podcast if I was a Catholic. This would be me, Mary, Joseph, and Abraham, we pray this helps. That's what this would be called. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> it's not. 
it's not funny, but it's the truth. Because <laughs> I, I remember studying. I had to take religion, yeah. so I totally you know, get it. You know, I pray this helps. Like, but, but, um, so there's that. But I don't, I don't believe in that. And, um, do I believe that you can, should confess your sins unto one another? That's what the Bible says. It's like, yo, confess your sins to one another. Not for forgiveness of them. Like, yo, I, man, I just, I just hit somebody's car yesterday and then I ran off. I'm confessing to you and I'm asking you for your forgiveness. Like, nigga, I wasn't, I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Like, you ain't offend me. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, and so, so no, confess your sins to one another because it's like, it does two things. It's like, yo, it edifies you. It's like, look, it's out in the open. I don't have to hide this. And it also like edifies the other person like okay dope you told me that so now i can tell you this there's no secrets amongst us now we can go on and we can hold one another accountable in love and continue to grow in the lord together again i was talking to you about community um yesterday like to be in community with one another with other believers and people jack up what the church is meant to mean and and all of that type of stuff too it's like yo we supposed to be a community but that's a different question than what you asked me. Um, so there's that. No, I don't believe that you should just be confessing to priests to get your sins forgiven. The misunderstanding is that you are already not forgiven. You are already forgiven. Once you confess and you believe, you like, like Lord, I repent. I turn from my sins. Da, da, da. You are forgiven. You are forgiven. This was a mind-blowing thing for me. To understand at 22, um, I was out. I was bugging because uh, I, I I just lost who God was. You know, I, I went to school, went to college. Um, not the typical college story because you knew me when I was in high school. I loved God in high school. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I was seeking God and, like, trying to do all types of stuff for God. I, I wound up in the cult. And wound up in, like, this cluster of cults that was, like, pretty much after me. Like, we see the anointing that's on your life. We got to have this type stuff. You know what I mean? Which I didn't know at the time. But I'm like, oh, that's what y'all saw. That's why y'all was so hard on me. You know what I mean? Y'all all wanted me on your squad or whatever it was. And I just wound up all jacked up and all of that type of stuff. So I I went into this whirlwind of just doing whatever I wanted because I didn't know which way was up and I didn't know who God was. Ultimately, why I am the way that I am today and why I'm so dogmatic about truth. Mm -hmm. I'm like, because anything, anything can deter you. Like you say, bump God or say, I think this wrong thought about God, which which orchestrates my whole theology. You know what I mean? The way you think determines your theology. The way you think about God is your theology of God. So I was like, because we can think wrong things about God and operate in that. I'm like, all right, well, cool. You said in your word to confess your sins to one another. So now I'm going to pray to a priest and I'm going to confess all my sins to a priest. And God's like, that's not what I said. You know what the Bible does say is that Jesus is the high priest. There's only one priest that we need to be confessing our sins to. And he's already forgiven us. We already forgiven I, we can. That's why the Bible says, "Come boldly before the throne of grace." Come boldly. Why can we come boldly? Because we already are His children, so we know that we can come to our Father and ask Him for whatever we need. 
but also knowing that he's not going to look at us and be like, oh, you filthy sinner. Get away from me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I've already forgiven you because of what I've done on the cross, what my son has done on the cross. The thing about Jesus is Jesus is our high priest. So they got it right in one sense with the with the imagery of it. That's it. I think I don't I don't even want to begin to think about how they got there. But the thing about Jesus is Jesus sits at the right hand of God and Jesus makes Jesus is like our lawyer with God. Did you know that? I'll I'll break this down. Ah, So much. It's so much. The enemy, the enemy stands before the Lord. Do you know that the enemy stands before the Lord day and night? um, Telling God all the bad things that we've done. Do you know that? No. Like the devil will like go to God and tell God, why did, why are you saving them? You know that they did this. You know that they did that. You know that they did this. You know that they did that. Mm Mm-hmm. Jesus is in heaven also on God's right hand and saying like, yeah, but yeah, they might've did all that, but they accepted me. It's straight. Mm. They good. And God's like, Oh, case closed. You know? Mm-hmm. So he's our high priest. He's the one that we go to. He's the one that we went to. All of that stuff was done away with all that. Like we're, we're good mm-hmm. in him. The only time, but that's a whole different thing. That's why it's important to forgive people. And that's yes. why. You, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's important to forgive people. The Bible says, forgive one another. He was like, forgive the wrong that's been done to you so that I can forgive you. Because the moment that you don't forgive someone, that's you saying there is a sin that isn't worthy of forgiveness. Mm. And you are like, it's like, oh, and so I was like, yo, forgive, forgive people, man. Because you're judging yourself by saying, like, well, I ain't forgiving that. They lied to me, so forget them. It's like, no, you got to forgive them. Mm -hmm. Because there's times that you've lied, and Jesus has atoned for you. You're saying, like, yo, that ain't worthy of forgiveness. And God is like, oh, yeah, I forgave you for it. Mm. So you got to forgive them for it. And that's forgiveness is a topic of, like, yo, we know that it's a process sometimes. Like, for God, forgiveness is immediate. For us, we have to be walking in forgiveness. Like, mm-hmm. it might be hard to forgive people, but, like, so let's get to the heart of it. So, again, I, I said you were touching on multiple points of this. Um, so it's like, can people just go up? Can people just go into their confessional and they just ask forgiveness? And they were just murdering people, and they were just doing this, and they were just doing that. The Bible says, so therefore should we go on in sin so that grace may abound? God forbid. Paul, the apostle Paul was saying that. It was like, because Paul was so dope. Again, Paul being so Jewish and Paul being so Christian, he oftentimes, I find myself doing this. Like, you ever hear me, like, answering questions that nobody's asked? And I'll just be like, I know y'all thinking this. So let me, that's what Paul would do in his epistles. Epistles are writings to the church. Mm -hmm. So Paul would be talking to Jewish people because he knew the mind of a jewish person okay. he'd be like so you saying that since jesus has atoned for all my sins and that all my sins are washed away i could just do whatever i want now and paul was like god forbid he said therefore should we go on in sin so that grace may abound he's like that's what y'all would think right mm-hmm. god forbid it's like the grace that we have now should cause us our, our God's goodness should lead men to repentance, basically. 
Like, so how good God has been to us, it should lead us to say, you know what, God, you are so good. Thank you for forgiving me of this. I want to walk upright. I want to live holy. I want to to live in a way that is pleasing to you. Thank you for this gift that you have given me, which is the Holy Spirit, that enables me to live for you. That's what the Holy Spirit does. It helps us to live for God. Something that was once impossible is now possible with the Holy Spirit. Now, does that mean that we won't ever sin again? No. That is why Jesus died. Mm -hmm. Like whenever you fall, whenever you mess up, I got you. But fam, you are able to walk the way that I've designed for you to walk because you have my Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a helper. Jesus, when we get to this in John, where Jesus goes up to heaven, he was like, I'm leaving y'all. But he's like, but don't worry, I'm going to send somebody better than I'm going to send someone greater than me. I promise this will be better than me being here with y'all. They're like, how can it be better than you being here with us? He's like, look, I got to go because he's like, if I don't go, he can't come. Mm. If I stay here, then he can't come. So I got to go so that he can come. So once he comes, he won't just live with you. He'll live in you Mm. to help you do this thing. The Holy Spirit is a comforter. He's a helper and all of those things that help us live um, in a way that is pleasing to God. So, no, you shouldn't just be, I killed somebody and now I'm good. <laughs> right. But the, Holy, the Holy Spirit, like, will press upon you. Like, if you really have received the Lord and if you really do believe, it ain't just about to sit on you like that. It ain't just about to be like, well, I'm good. And I ain't never, you are going to be thinking about that day. You're going to be thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. You and you will be doing some things that will be like, I gotta turn this around. Right. So it, and then you ain't about to just be. Let me not. I can't even say this. I can't even say that you ain't gonna be like just out here. I don't know, but my thing is like there are such things as strongholds and things of that nature, mm-hmm. right? Because and you don't know the depths of people's strongholds, so that's also not an indication of whether a person is saved or not you know it's like well i'm out this person they got saved but they let's say something really minuscule right they this person they got saved four years ago and they still smoking cigarettes <laughs> the bible says that your body's supposed to be a temple and they still smoking cigarettes four years in <laughs> some christian they are mm-hmm. it's like well fam you don't know, first of all, you don't know what a person is dealing with and you don't know what the Holy Spirit is working on them on, you know? Mm-hmm. So you can test, you can, you can understand if a person is walking with the Lord and if a person is really saved by like the fruit that they bear, mm-hmm. but you also not going to know, you still not going to know if a person is walking with the Lord by the sin that they commit, you know? People sin differently, and it's like life has affected people differently. The enemy presses upon people differently. People's flesh works the same, but it works differently for each and every person. You know, so mm-hmm. it's it's like, but fam, like you can be rest assured, like that if the holy that if you've accepted Jesus, the Holy Spirit is in you. The Holy Spirit seals you, and that the Holy Spirit is doing work in you. You can say the concept like, of your work in progress. Yes. 
the things that I used to do, I don't do anymore. Now there's some things that I still do, mm, right? But there's still some things that I used to do. I know that God is real because I I don't do this no more, and I don't do that no more, and I'm still growing. The Lord is still working on me. I was telling you the other day, or yesterday, um, the the disciples they would continue to make realizations that Jesus was God. Mm. Like Jesus would be doing something, and they'd be like, "Man." You truly are the son of God. And like, he's like, fam, you said that in chapter three. Mm-hmm. He's like, it's this constant realization and it's this constant growing is what we call going from glory to glory. I never understood it. God had to one day, until one day I saw myself going from glory to glory. It's this higher knowledge, like God revealing more and more of himself. Which makes you go like, bam, bam, if God is like this, I got to put this down. If God is like this, I got to do this now. Mm-hmm. If God is like this, then I then I should do this. Oh, man, if God is like this, man, I should probably start a podcast and, and talk about this. <laughs> man, right. If God is like this, then mm-hmm. I should probably do, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not an indication of like, like, well, you still have sin, so you're not a believer. That's mm-hmm. not what that is. Sin is an indication of how human you are. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that's that's all that's all it's an indication of. And and we are both both spirit and human. Yes. No, 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 we're, no, no. We're spirit. You are only yes, you mm-hmm. are you are human, but do you know that human human is that is that hybrid of spirit and and body? Okay. Hugh, man, spirit, man. Mm-hmm. Hugh means spirit, man, body, human, spirit, body. Okay. Like you are, again, you are spirit having a bodily experience. Ex- which makes all the more s- So God had to do it like that, which makes all the more sense for Jesus to wrap himself up in human he knew what was going to happen before the beginning of time Mm -hmm. so i need to create an and since we talking about ejections and exit plan i need to create one i need to create a fail safe i need to be able to get into this body to be able to get these people out of their predicament sheesh very very deep (laughs) very deep yep (laughs) Well, needless to say, um, not that I wasn't convinced, but you know, I ain't trying to convince you know, I nobody. I know you're not. I know you're not. <laughs> no, I'm not. No. Basically, what I'm saying is that um, th- these are just some of the things that would like wreck my brain. You know, I I I wasn't that I wasn't convinced. It was it was a matter of just like needing that validation. You know, sometimes, and it, I I know it sounds crazy to no. those who do believe and are like like you, Keith. You know, been like been um, knowledgeable of all of this since a young age. No, not all of this. Some of this stuff I just learned yesterday. But like, <laughs> but but like, it is this, again. It it's so fun. It's so crazy. The Holy Spirit, shall mm-hmm. like he'll impart stuff in you. He'll put stuff in you. Stuff that you just walk around. Not knowing, and he'll piece stuff together for you. That it's it's really all him. Mm-hmm. But 
the one thing yeah no like it's i I don't ever want to make that mistake of people thinking that i'm trying to not saying that you said this mm-hmm. but people trying to think that i'm trying to convince them of anything you know it's like like you ask you ask a question yeah here's why we believe what we believe here's mm-hmm. why this makes sense and i said to you in the beginning i don't think that there's anything wrong with either one of those peoples in those categories that i put in people that just are like i just believe and i'm fine or and then this person that's like well i believe but i want some evidence to go with it mm-hmm. that's where i'm at Mm-hmm. Or those people that are like, I just need to have all the evidence, and I'm like, okay, well here you go, here's all the evidence that we got. Or the person that's just like, I don't want them, and I don't care, and I don't. It's like, okay, fine. Mm-hmm. We if we're all seeking those things, we all gonna get what we want. Mm-hmm. He'll make sure of it. Seeking you shall find, knocking the door shall be open unto you. Absolutely. Well, thanks, Keith. <laughs> no problem. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Sha. Appreciate you. All right, guys. I guess this is my podcast. I got into soul vibes mode, actually. <laughs> I did. But this is my podcast. Yeah. So I'm going to close. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, close podcast. All right, um, guys. Um, Thank y'all for listening. Um, I don't know if I'm dropping this before or after um john chapter four i don't know we'll just call this a bonus episode um give us your give me your thoughts and all of that i want to say thank you to sharice for being on this podcast with me and um i'll see y'all soon peace